Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece and with my co-host Samantha Tradelius. Samantha, it's Friday. It's, it's Friday too. We're recording on a Friday. We're recording on a Friday and we are covering a lot of different geographic grounds today. So it's going to be a good show. I can feel it already. We are. Inspired goes international again. Here we so go. So we're 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 crossing oceans again. This is our our reach is expanding, which is amazing. But the opportunity today to talk to somebody whose mission, who's part of her mission is to empower 100 million people to be happier. I don't know how we don't end 30 minutes from now better off than we were right now. So I want to dive right into it. We have with us Lily, who's coming to us from London, from the UK. Thank you, Lily, for joining us and being, I think, our second or third international guest. So very cool for us. Thank you so much for this uh, grateful invitation. I'm really so grateful for it. So Lily, your your brand and, and what what I you do, I think is fascinating. And I do really want to dig in this hard because I'm I'm enamored by it. But you um you are you develop a brand for speakers, book publishing, books that transform the world. But you don't just stop at books. This is a whole sort of um a whole arch of products uh, that you help them develop to create their story, to create their brand. So tell us a little bit about how you started this business, how you got into it, and how you became this amazing consultant for people who want to take this to the next level. Thank you. Great question. I came to London to become an au pair, which is a babysitter. And uh, that's because at the time I had very low confidence. Eight years later, I decided to publish my first book. And that book was called Meet the Nanny. And at the time I was a nanny. And from that moment, I realized, wow, so many opportunities opened up for me. And I became a magnet for opportunities from, uh, from even finding a boyfriend to being offered a job to manage a property business that at the time was doing 400K per year. And I managed with the help of a book to turn it to 642k per year um and then i really saw the power of a book to really transform your life and turn your life around and then attract really exciting people to your life and that's the reason why i decided to go around the world to talk about this power of a book to magnetize everything that you desire into your life and that's how i started to break my fear of public speaking that i had for like 30 years and i started speaking around the world and that's how i managed to impact more than a million people on social media and more than 10,000 people on worldwide stages. And since then, I've managed to start a collaboration with a celebrity that helped many authors to sell more than 200 million books. And um, we had a program together that we started at the beginning of this year in January. And since then, we had five number one bestsellers in, in eight countries. And so much more is, is happening because of the power of a book. And that's kind of it all started. This is incredible. And we are both authors ourselves. So we've penned a book. And so we know how great and what a great experience it is to be able to like have this idea and then create this product and then be able to say like, wow, I did it. And a lot of people want to write a book. They don't know where to start, how to do it, where to go. 
And then I love the other part of your world with the speaking, because being on a stage is very hard to do. Um, and helping people get to a place where they can feel comfortable to do that is also something that's kind of hard to do. So let's dig in and like really dive into, you know, how does one even like start to think about writing a book? Right question. So I think for some people, it's a calling. You just feel inside, you know, I really need to get my message out. And sometimes you don't know what it is. And many people, I would say 99% of people think of, you know, I need to get my story out. And the problem is not a lot of people care about your story unless you're able to really frame it in a way that it solves other people's problems. And I think most people will try to write a story and they do publish a book that actually ultimately solves only their problem. Their problem being, I want my story to be out. And that's why millions of books are published that are incorrectly published. And the reason why they're incorrectly published is because they're not solving a problem for someone else. And the book has to solve primarily a problem for the reader, for millions of readers, ideally for millions of readers that are searching for a particular solution. And when you do it like that, when you're able to merge your own experience, your own um, expertise, your own knowledge, your own passions with something that millions of people are searching for, that's when you really have a winning solution, especially if you have the courage to speak about that in a podcast such as yours, in, you know, on, on stages, and you're, you're breaking free from this fear of public speaking. And then you kind of realize, you know what, let me first create a book that looks like a Rolls Royce so that I can attract Rolls Royce type opportunities. That's the first thing. Secondly, let me publish a book that will solve millions of people's problems. And I need to find out first, is there a problem that I'm solving before I'm even publishing, before I'm even writing a single word? I need to find out how many people, how many thousands of people worldwide are looking for this exact thing. And if there are enough people, let me write about that. If not, let me tweak this a little bit so that I can find a better subject that aligns with both my expertise and the solution that millions of people are searching for. Then Thirdly, how do I turn that into something that, you know, it's like a Jaguar, you know, you don't want to be creating a Jaguar or a Rolls Royce and then keep it in your garage. You want it to be out. You want to showcase it, right? And to do that, you have to have the courage to showcase it. And at the same time, you have to, you can say, almost like take it to different markets where people are looking for Jaguars. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's there's so many different pieces that come together to make this a winning book. And when you have all those pieces together, and then you have all these markets where people are typically looking for Jaguars, then you have a winning thing where you can turn this into a proper business. It's not just a book that you keep on your mantelpiece and only you and your family knows about it. It's, you know, potentially thousands of people or millions of people know about you. And at some point, it's like um, you have this um, amazing satisfaction knowing that you really made a difference to thousands of people worldwide. And that is the best thing in the world. But I think that is probably one of the biggest hurdles people have to get over just to even get started. Because I think so many people don't think they have a story worth telling in them. They don't think that they have experiences that others would necessarily want to hear. They're like, it's just, it's just my life. And it's just what I did and whatever, like, who's going to read a book about me and what I did. So is it, is it more that they 
can't think past their, you know, their own mirror? Or is it more in the framing of the content where they bring the, they bring the story to someone like you and you help them frame it in a way where it is useful to others. And this is a good story to tell. And it, it's, it's inspirational. It's problem solving. It's, um, you know, whatever, however the book is written. I mean, is, is, uh, I think that's what's what pe- most people would struggle with is who who wants to hear my story? Great question. And the thing is that a lot of people may want to hear your story, but not if it's framed as a story. Ideally, it needs to be like a how-to business book where you include your stories. You could also make it into a personal story if, let's say, you want to be a transformational coach or, I know, a health coach of some sort. Um, so there are certain certain businesses where you could actually um, publish your own story and still make it work for business. But for the most part, I focus on how-to business books that can solve a particular problem. So let's say if you are, even if you are a housewife, okay, or even if you are a, uh, you know, someone who has never worked before, you still have a lot of knowledge that you can implement. You can still, I believe, make millions of pounds with this knowledge that you have, Um I mean, I'm thinking that, let's say, if you are a housewife, okay, you know how to clean, you know how to potentially look after children, there's a parenting advice that you can give, there's so much that you know that can be turned into a business. You publish a book on cleaning, how to clean or how to organize your house, and then that could be the book, and then on the back of the book, you're also doing courses on how to clean or organize your house, and then you can plug in different affiliate products when you're doing, let's say, YouTube videos. So there is a possibility where your own experience could be plugged into that, but it's not the main thing, right? So you can put in, for example, a story of how, let's say you became, I know, a housewife and how that was a fulfilling experience for you. And I think anybody can really do it. It doesn't matter what what uh, you know, but there's always something that you know, because I actually know someone who um, I think had 140,000 students on Udemy which is a platform for online courses. And she published this course uh, of one hour on how to cook without oil, okay? Indian cooking without oil. So um, even, you know, 140,000 students at, you know, $14 or, you know, $20 or whatever it was, it's still, you know, like more than a million, a million dollars, (laughs) $1.5 million or more in actual revenue. So I do believe it is possible to turn your expertise, not only into a book, but into a brand, um, regardless of what you know, there's always something that you do know. I got the answer to that, by the way, it's a two minute course, how to cook without oil. It's called cook with butter. Pretty sure that's not the answer she was going for, but that would be, <laughs> that would be mine. Perhaps I should take her course. <laughs> I think too, something that's really interesting is the, the concept of taking your story, writing a book about it, and then getting on the road and talking about it, because there's something to be said about when you are talking about something else, it's a lot different when you're talking about your own shit, right? Good, bad, and different. And so I think for a lot of us, you know, I can speak to this and Stacy can speak to this too, because we're both, you know, we public speak and we're in front of people often. It's a lot easier for me to sit and talk about business than it is for me to sit and talk about my own stuff. And I have the ability to, like, I'm not afraid to public speak, 
But I know for so many people that is like a major, like they would rather die than get up in front of a crowd and speak. And so I, I really think the ability of what you're able to bring out of people to get up there and do, I mean, I'm listening to you for 15 minutes and I'm like, Lily, I'm in, like, I get you, I get your vibe. I get what you're bringing to the table for people. When you meet with a client, that's, you know, somebody that's like, not comfortable in their own skin getting up there. I mean, what are some of the things that you help extract without giving us all your secrets? Because that's why, that's why people want to come see you. But you know, what is like the top three things that you see as roadblocks for a lot of folks when they start this journey? So um, the, the one thing that I have is that work. Uh oh, we got frozen. We take it further. And, and order to extract this knowledge from people. So what happens is you'll find some people have great stories, but they don't know how to turn that into a concept, into a branding concept that could, could become a luxury brand that could impact millions of people worldwide. That's the first thing they don't know. They have a great story. Also, they're not empowered enough, not confident enough, not courageous enough to actually tell that story in a compelling, concise, an impactful way so that people would be moved, touched, and inspired to change their lives. I want to pause you there for just a minute. Is there a difference between men and women in the level of confidence Ooh. in telling their story? I don't think there is. In fact, I would say there are so many men that are hiding behind the fact that really they are not courageous, but they're pretending that they are. But I've experienced some people with extreme fear of public speaking that I've gone to, you know, through hypnosis and they have missed thousands of opportunities in, of appearing in the media and, and oh, you know, hardcore. In business. And there's so much. I think with women, they are more willing to be vulnerable about the fact, you know what, I'm scared. I really cannot do this. I think for men, it's harder, but they still, you know, cannot hide it as well. Like I've had this experience where Harry and I were speaking at this event and there was this guy who was about to hit the stage and he was like, oh my God, Harry, I can't speak. I really can't speak. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. He was like literally like fretting and trembling and shaking and he wasn't sure what he was going to do. So what we did is we got him to jump. And the reason for that is because, you know, when you jump, you kind of lose a little bit of that anxiety. And I'll give you some things that you can actually use right now in order to uh, empower yourself, to be more confident and to lose that anxiety and to have that courage to actually speak. So the first thing is you can play some music that you really like, such as, I know, Unstoppable by Sia or I'm Simply the Best by Tina Turner or, you know, some songs that really make you feel empowered that will give you that confidence to kind of speak and to be calm. Another thing you can do, there's this exercise that we do, which is called, I'm grateful, I'm alive, I feel great. And how it works is you raise both of your hands and you say, I'm grateful, I'm alive, I feel great. I'm grateful, I'm alive, I feel great. And you do it a few times until you feel the... Another exercise that I think is quite powerful as well, there's someone that taught me this, and it's a tapping exercise where you tap your head three times and you say the same thing i'm confident i'm confident i'm confident and then you kind of tap yourself in different areas uh, around your, your collarbone and then you know behind your, your your bra strap line and then on your uh belly belly button as well and you'll find that if you do this like uh three four times you will also lose 
that anxiety and you'll be a lot calmer. The other thing is I wouldn't like, um, I wouldn't go to bed at, you know, three, 4 a.m. trying to practice your, your speech, for example, the <laughs> night before. That is the worst thing you can do. And I've done this many times because especially Harry, my partner, he was always preparing his presentations at the last second. So I would never do that. But in terms of actually extracting the story from, uh, from the clients that I'm working with, the first thing I do is that I have this discovery session where I look at, okay, what is it that you'd really desire to do with this book? What's your intention? And I think uh, most people, 99% of people don't uh, have never thought about that. They will be like, oh, I want to help more people or I want more money. Okay, and I'll say, okay, here's two P. Okay, here's two pence here. Is that more money? Is that enough? And no, and that's where they kind of realize, okay, how much more money it's you know they have to be specific about how much more money they need or let's say you want to help more people okay how many more people you've helped me right now by talking to me you've helped me right now so is that am i enough two people five people you know so again getting that clarity about how many people getting those smart goals and um having that clarity, that big picture. And that's when I tell them, for example, this is my, you know, I used to be a nanny and now I have this impact, this uh, desire to impact a hundred million people. So the more they have this clarity about this big picture, that's when it becomes easy for me to really help them. Because that's when I'm saying, okay, what kind of lifestyle do you desire to have? Do you want to have, you know, coaching programs with people? Or do you want to mainly be like an affiliate and not talk to people because that, because you're an introvert? right? I'm an introvert. And it's been a really a big struggle for me to talk in front of thousands of people. It's really hard. It's been really hard for many years. And uh, you have I think to be speaking like, in general, and you know, everything you're talking about is hard stuff. It's not like super easy stuff. And I think if it was easy, more people would be doing it. I also feel that a lot of times there's not a lot of follow through with a lot of people with these efforts, you know, like they'll write a book, or they'll do the thing and then they don't really continue on, you know, and they kind of wonder why it's not doing what it wants to do. And, you know, I always kind of go back to that factor of consistency and, you know, the consistency of, of marketing and branding and getting out there and getting uncomfortable and having these conversations and taking the stage. And, you know, there's something to be said about knowing what you're good at, right? And then fine tuning that craft. And so if, if you've figured out that speaking is what you're into, you know, you figure out how to connect with your audience and then how to get the desired result. And so kudos to you for really, you know, breaking that, that mold for people and helping them kind of find that fire inside of them. Now you work with clients all over the globe or are you primarily in Europe? Yes. I work with people globally. Excellent. And it's something that they can, you know, it's an online, I'm assuming program or, or like kind of like this virtual stuff. Yes, yeah, so they can consult with me through Zoom and then um, I can get their book written if they don't want to actually write it. Because, you know, there are people that prefer to write, others that prefer to listen, others prefer to learn in a visual way. And those that that are visual and auditory really struggle with the writing part. Okay, yeah. and that's the reason why I'm offering to also ghostwrite their book and then I publish it. And then if they need help to, you know, make the, the book a bestseller and after that, if they want to continue maybe with social media management or other ideas to turn that content from the book into an online course or something else, that's something I can help with as well. And then my in, partner- In your world, with- is, there a, is there a specific order of operations? Like if somebody wants to, you know, you talk about 
transforming the world through speaking worldwide and enhancing your influence and and uh, attracting high-end clients and doing all this. Is there an order of operations that you, in your program where you say you got to start with the book? We got to have we got to have the book. We got to have that hard copy, that hard piece of literature and then expand from there. Yes. I think in my case um I see that the book is really the centerpiece. And the reason reason for that is because it helps you clarify your brand title. Because your book title can be the your actual brand title, your the title of your, your TED talk, your workshop, your your seminar, your potential board game later in the you know, later it could be I'm like a board, board game. game. You know, so it could be a lot of different things if you make it short enough for people to remember. So I think it's important to come up with a really good name first. And when you do the book, that's something you can do. Now, you could technically start with creating uh, an online course first. But in my case, I find it easier to create the book because then you have the structure, the outline for everything. And what I suggest is also doing it in the same way that you would actually coach a client. So if you were to coach a client, what steps would you go through and uh, what system would you follow? And sometimes people don't have a system. Most likely than not, they don't have a system. And I think it's important to have a system. And when you give that system a name, you can brand it, you can have uh, you know certain steps, and that really helps you to structure your thoughts. It's almost like all of a sudden you have in, or, an organized library in your head rather than a chaotic one. And it's easier to kind of take the books off the shelf to kind of help your clients. And because of that, you become a better coach. So you 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 are through the process of publishing the book, you transform your life and your own coaching. And you you transform like how organized you are in your thoughts. And because of that, you become a better coach, a better person, a better entrepreneur. So it's like, it's like everything starts to work in your life. And after that, you turn that knowledge into a course and a workshop, and then you start speaking, and then you get invited to speak everywhere. And that's when you kind of create um, a, a brand that impacts the world. So from start to finish, like if somebody wanted to write a book, like historically speaking, is this a three month process, nine month process? I mean, I know what it took for me to do it. I know what it took for Fleet to do it, but like on average, like a client of yours, like coming to you, how long would it take to have book in hand? 30 to 90 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's okay. Awesome. That's you've got the system wired sister. I did not take 30 to 90 days. Okay. Nor did I. Where was Lily when I needed her? I know. I know. Think about the time we wasted when we could have this done in 90 days or less. Good Lord. So Lily, tell us where our listeners can find you. Um, Where are your websites, your online presence? Where where do we find you? I'm at www.lily.global, which is written L-I-L-Y dot global okay and i'm also on social media i'm everywhere lily patrascu in my name you can find me on linkedin instagram facebook tiktok and soon i'm going to be in other platforms as well so if you type my name in google i'm everywhere 
you are everywhere and you are the lady in red are this was obviously published uh audio wise but lily has got some popping red lip on and a great red uh dress on she is a woman that definitely can help us all kind of dig deep and kind of get to that place that we want to be if that place is being a publisher or being up on stage lily we can't say thank you enough for joining us today all the way from the uk we hope that everybody else gets out there this week and is inspired.